Save big money now on new siding from LP Smart Side at Menards. Update and beautify your home with your choice of 13 timeless colors of pre finished engineered siding. It's durable and includes a Sherwin Williams factory finish paint warranty that means no painting for years to come. View our entire selection of siding from LP Smart Side today. And don't forget to check out our flyer on menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big money at Hello, hello. Welcome, Yins guys, to Bravo, East Coast Housewives. <sighs> this is such an interesting time going on. I obviously don't need to talk about it because, let's be real, we're all living in it. It's just a crazy-ass time, and I don't even, I'm at loss for words anymore. I just can't even describe it. And I just hope that everyone is doing well. I hope you are all safe. Quarantine the fuck up. Watch the Bravo Network. Like I said, I just have to go on and say, last week when I went on Instagram and I found out that my king, Andy Cohen, was diagnosed positive for coronavirus, ugh. I was at a loss for words. I didn't even know what to say. He puts an Instagram post saying that he was diagnosed. This photo of him, he looked, I mean, he's, he always looks great to me. But you could tell that his face wasn't as normal as we know our Andy Cohen to be. So when I saw that, I was just like, holy shit, that is the worst thing ever. And, you know, from Bravo East Coast Housewives, Andy Cohen, we hope that you get well. We're thinking of you. And we're sending you good vibes and positivity and well wishes. We can't wait to see you get back on the Bravo screen, honey. (sighs) Yeah, so that made me really sad. I mean, there's just... (sighs) Today is just so crazy. I, I really don't even know how to describe it. And I'm sure any of the other podcasts and or TV shows that you watch that are live and the news... Everyone's saying the same thing. So I don't necessarily feel like I need to keep diving into this whole thing because we already know. I just want everyone to stay healthy and stay inside and get well if they are positive for coronavirus and that we're thinking of you and let's just, we're going to get through this thing for sure. Now, real quick thing before we get into uh, the topics today. So if you want to get involved in some way and you're not able to go out and volunteer in your local area, it's always a good thing that you can go on a website and donate um, to help out different organizations. Now, I know Bethany Frankel has her organization, Be Strong, and we've all seen that on The Housewives. And she's been there doing the disaster relief for Puerto Rico. And today she is taking donations for them to create a coronavirus packet, which includes like this tote bag with sanitation wipes, gloves, all that kind of stuff that you would need um, in the medical community's recommendations for what is needed in those particular coronavirus kits. If you want to donate, nothing is too little. So yeah, go check that out because we definitely are in a time where we all need to be here for each other. You have a lot of time to catch up. Obviously, you all are cooped up in your house. And honestly, if you are out hanging out with a bunch of people and your friends, get the fuck back inside, okay? Don't be dumb. 
Public announcement from Kim. Get the fuck inside and just stay there. Do FaceTime. Do Zoom. Do Skype. Do people use Skype anymore? I have no idea. But you catch my drift. Let's be adults about this, people. So this week's going to be a little bit different because there were no Housewives episodes for the East Coast, obvi, because New Jersey ended last week and just sort of like a clean slate right now because New York City is next Thursday, April 2nd. Yes, bravo bitches, my bravo honeys. Yes. So this is your week to catch up. There's been 11 seasons. Buckle the fuck up. Get in the New York taxi. Go in the subway. But not really because we're supposed to be, you know, we're quarantined. So don't do that shit. I'm just saying. So I've been catching up personally with my New York ladies. And currently right now, season 11 is playing. You know, got to catch up with the most recent stuff. You know, they have a new housewife coming up. But we'll get into... I'm basically going to discuss season 11 as a summary to help all of you get back up to speed with this upcoming season. It's going to be awesome. But of course, before we get there, we're going to talk about some other things with What the Bravo. Okay, so with this whole coronavirus thing, I saw on page six, now clearly, We've all heard about page six because our New York ladies would talk about it all the time. So page six is definitely more of an East Coast thing. And what we've come to find out is radar online is obviously a West Coast thing because you had the Beverly Hills housewives deal with radar online with Lisa Vanderpump. So yeah, page six, definitely heard it from Ramona, definitely heard it from Sonia, all those gals, okay? So page six is saying, and I'm looking at it right now, the title is, Here's Why Andy Cohen Won't Release More Housewives Amid the Coronavirus. First of all, when I saw that, I was like, shut the fuck up! Shut the fuck up! Oh my gosh, that just reminded me of Lisa Rinna whenever she was doing an impression of Lisa Vanderpump. She's like, it's not my fault! It's not my fault! (sighs) Okay, that was obnoxious. But this article says that because of this whole thing and because he was tested positive, he's obviously an executive producer for the shows. So it says here that for New York, they only have eight or nine of the episodes for this season completed. And then with Beverly Hills, I think they only have four done. And Andy has a lot of say with what's going on with with the production of the show. So the article is saying that they're holding back the Housewives premieres until further notice, but then it should amp us up to get more excited for whenever it comes out. However, here's the thing. Page six, are you lying to us? I don't know, because sometimes I feel like you aren't a reliable source because I'm still seeing all the previews for April 2nd, Real Housewives of New York City. They just showed, they show what? Like the the whole half an hour, how they got here, New York Housewives. So they were literally going back from the very beginning up to now within a half hour time. Obviously, it covers the short snippet things. They didn't cover, I mean, there's a lot of fucking seasons. So, but I keep seeing commercials for New York and I keep seeing commercials for uh, Beverly Hills for the 15th. So page six, are you lying to us? Or if you're telling the truth, say it ain't so. Say it ain't so. I want to go turn the lights off. Blink 182. 
I actually really, really liked that music video, to be honest. Going back to my TRL days with Carson Daly. Ugh, good stuff. Okay, moving on. The other thing I think is worth talking about. I don't know if any of you watched this past Vanderpump Rules episode. To be honest, I really feel like they're trying to find storyline because why the fuck would you spend almost a seven to ten minute time slot about a fucking lizard dying after you've only had it for a week? Honestly, I wanted, I was like, cringing when I was watching. I was like, seriously, you are really trying to reach for content right now because this is the dumbest thing that I've seen in the show. And there were some, there's been some ridiculous things that, you know, could be dumb. Okay. But this, ugh, I just got so irritated. You know, everyone's being so dramatic, like, oh my gosh, dog, he'd sign after I had him for a week. Get the fuck over it. Okay. It's like you have a pet spider. Get the fuck over it. You had it for a week. Okay. Like, it's a fucking lizard. Okay. I, I don't know. Obviously, I don't like when living creatures die. It is not a good thing. It's a sad thing. It is also the circle of life if we have not learned that from The Lion King. Okay. Which, by the way, great fucking movie. My favorite Disney movie of all time. Yeah. With Tom being so dramatic about it and just... Honestly, I hated that. I hated that whole part of this episode. And then when Danica comes in and she's going up to Max, first of all, I'm not really liking her either. There's something about her attitude that I'm just like, honey, you just take five steps back, okay? You're not that important. You're trying to be, as Jax would say, I'm the number one guy in this group. You're not, honey. You just came on the show. And to be honest, there's not many years left of the show, so enjoy this while you can. That's all I'm saying. Also, with this whole thing, the whole time slot of the freaking lizard dying and all that shit, listen, I love Tom Schwartz. I think he's so cute and all this kind of stuff. But honestly, I've come to a point where his cutesy antics, I mean, you're a fucking bar owner, first of all. Like, you have a fucking bar. You have 5% of a bar with Lisa Vanderpump. The whole trying to be cutesy whenever you're having all these fuck-ups and shit, it's not working for me anymore. You kind of have to grow up in my opinion. I mean, you're like late 30s. You should be done with that stuff. It's not cute anymore. Or at least to me, it's not that cute. It's an unattractive quality to me. And that just annoys me because I don't know. Obviously, it's who he is, you know, to each their own. You be you. But I'm just saying that that frustrated me when I watched it the other day. And I was just like, oh, my God, can't you grow the fuck up? Same thing with Kristen. However, we do realize that she did grow up because she finally cut Carter out of her life. Good decision. But still, let's just be real about this, guys and gals who are listening. She let her boyfriend come in between her friendship between Katie and Stassi. Now, we've all heard that shit growing up from other friends. You never let your significant other come in between a friendship. Well, first of all, okay, if you're married to someone, that's one thing. But these guys were not married. They were just living together. And basically, I mean, let's just face it, Carter was mooching off of her because he didn't want to do a damn thing with his life. And I don't know, is he doing anything now? Who knows? But it's sad to see that Kristen 
pretty much ended her friendship with Stassi and Katie because of Carter. Because she was lying to the girls about how she wasn't with him. But I mean, let's just face it. We saw it in the fucking episode whenever he was sleeping in the bed with her at the fucking castle in Kentucky. Obviously, she was lying. And I saw in the after show, Kristen was talking about the Witches of WeHo wine, which honestly, I wanted to try it. But now at this point, I don't even I don't even want to because who even knows if it's in fucking production anymore? Who knows? Kristen was basically, ooh, this could be a good weekly shade. She was throwing Stassi under the bus. She was throwing her shade like a bitch. Throwing her shade about how she thinks now Stassi has this platform. You know, she started so low with nothing. And now all of a sudden she thinks she's like high up like the fucking queen of England. And Kristen's like, you're not Stassi. You're not. You could lose all your shit in a New York minute. New York, April 2nd. Um, But yeah, you can lose all your shit pretty quickly. So I think she's just trying to tell Stassi to be a little bit more grounded. But damn, you can definitely tell from that after show, they ain't friends. Who knows if they gonna be friends anymore? I don't think so, though. So, but we also know that she didn't get invited to Stassi's wedding. But guess what? I don't even know if that's going to happen because they were going to do it in Italy and it was going to be in the fall. And who the fuck knows what we're going to be doing in the fall? We don't even know what we're going to be doing in a month. So I guess all I can say is stay tuned for that. I want to talk about Summer House for a little bit. So it was, I don't even know how to take what I saw this week. They make you think, bravo, love you. Bravo, you do it all the time. They make you think certain things will happen with the previews, with the way that they're editing and all this shit. It's genius. And then you get to the next week and then you just get thrown the what the fuck ball in your face. And you're like, I didn't even see this happening. Now you're asking, what do I mean? I'll tell you. Hannah and Luke. Now, Hannah is my girl, okay? I like her. I relate a lot to her. She is basically a tomboy. I'm a tomboy, or at least I grew up as a tomboy. Look, if you're a tomboy, you're always going to be a tomboy at heart, okay? She was a tennis player. I was a basketball player and a soccer player. Yeah, I get her. We see each other. So I relate a lot to Hannah with uh, her personality, maybe not necessarily hooking up with a shit ton of guys because she definitely has like a guy's mind and I don't like I'm hella girl and I'm like, oh my God, that's me. But anyways, that's another story, whatever. So you see Luke flirt with Hannah like a motherfucker, like he is thirsty, honey. He's thirsty. And, you know, she sees it and we all can see that they're attracted to each other and all this kind of stuff. He takes her on a date. So cute. She doesn't give him a kiss. Plays hard to get. And guess what? The next weekend when they go to the Hamptons, he's like, hey, give me a kiss. She does. And then she's like, holy hell, yeah, she's having that emotional masturbation. Right. And I got that from the You Up podcast. You should definitely check that out because it's fucking awesome podcast, too. Just saying. Anyways, she was feeling this way and after she kissed him. She's like, oh, my God, I really like him and I just, you know, want to hook up with him and all this kind of shit. 
You see when they're at the winery and then Hannah says to everyone at the table, who here is single? Actually, it wasn't at the winery. It was at the dinner that they went to because Kyle's mom and Amanda's mom came in to the house and then they all went to dinner, like a family dinner, Amanda, Kyle and their moms. And then everyone else went out to a dinner. And that's when Hannah said, who all here is single? Bunch of people raised their hand. Luke. Oh, Oh, when I saw this, I was just like, you motherfucker. Like, I want to. He does the whole half see like, eh. And then Hannah's face and everyone's face was like, what the fuck face, right? He was saying he's kind of seeing someone. And I was just like, bro, are you kidding me? Are you, as Ramona would say, are you kidding me, Bethany? Are you kidding me? No, he was not kidding. He was talking about the chick. I don't know who really, I don't, you know, cool. I don't, I don't care about this chick. I wanted Luke and Hannah to be together. Okay. I still do. But for real, I do think that they might be dating like real time now. I I think that could be wrong, but we're going to see it throughout the season. When I saw that, I was very disgusted. I was very disappointed in Luke because I thought he was a good guy. I was like, oh, here's this guy. He's kind of cute. He's a model. You know, he's probably got, I can be with any girl that I want because I'm cute and blah, blah, blah. And I'm charming. Like Paige said, he knows that shit. So I was just like, oh, he doesn't seem like a player. He seems kind of like a good dude. But then he flips the switch like a bitch. And then he says all this stuff. And it's just like, dude, you might as well just be Carl because you're fucked up too. Like, come on, man. Jeez. (sighs) It's all about growing up, I guess. (laughs) Oh my God. But yeah, so seeing that kind of sucked. I didn't like it, but obviously we're going to see what goes down. Ooh, next week is going to be to die because some of the Southern Charmer guys are going to be there like Shep. And there's something about Shep that I like. I don't, obviously I would never want to be with him because he's probably been with so many girls that I probably wouldn't want to know how many STDs that he's ever gotten. Uh, But again, I don't know his sexual history and his like health, nor do I really care. But I do like Shep. I do like him. There's something about him that I like. And Austin's gonna be there, so I'm gonna be interested. I don't know if Craig, I didn't see Craig in the in the preview, but that'll be an interesting thing because you see Austin flirt with Hannah. Listen, I can't wait whenever Southern Charm comes out because I have a lot to say about that shit too. Like, Austin, I can't. No. Uh, Craig, yes, I can. There's something about him that I like too. And I think that he's probably, uh, anyways, I'm not going to get into it because we'll get into that further on in the future. But anyways, that's my summer house reflection. I can't wait for next week to see what the hell happens. Whenever the Charlestoners come to the Hamptonsers, you get what I'm saying. And yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, what's going to be up next week. So now I'm just going to catch you guys up a little bit with what you guys missed and or if you don't remember from what happened last season. The best way to catch up with everything is to start from season one. Hello, which they actually played the other day. Here's the thing. Bravo, I do appreciate what they do. So let's just say today. So today's Thursday. Let's just say hypothetically that the Shaws of Sunset, they were on Thursdays, even though really they're on Fridays. But let's say that they were on today on Thursday. 
Bravo has a way to show you past episodes pretty much all day to get up to the current episode, which I love. They do that with Vanderpump Rules too. They did that with Jersey. However, I hate the fact that they started so goddamn early. Like I'm talking five o'clock, like bitch is sleeping, okay? Especially right now. I don't have to wake up that early. I'm not going to be waking up that early. Thank goodness I have TiVo and I can record that shit and then I'll watch it afterwards because what else am I going to be doing? Hello. So they did that with the New York uh, gals the other day. Season one, okay? I'm talking with Jill Zarin, okay? Yes, honey. But I'm not going to start from season one. That's gonna That would be like a fucking... That would almost be like an opera. It'd be over three hours. Y'all wouldn't want to be there. And mind you, I sing opera, okay? So, and it's beautiful. But I also know the reality of the world with how people feel, especially people my age. I'm in my 30s. Not a lot of people want to go to an opera, but they should because it's fucking awesome. Anyways, enough about that. I'm going to talk a little bit about what y'all missed or just refresh your memory about what season 12 or season 11 was like. Come on, Kim. Hello. So season 11, it's honestly, it's pretty intense. So it opens up with Luann going back to rehab. She had a relapse with the whole, you know, her kids were suing her about the house and all that kind of shit. So that made her have a relapse and then she had to check back into a rehab facility I think it was honestly for like 14 days and stuff and then with that Bethany was dealing with the loss of Dennis which was her on and off again boyfriend and his whole uh suicide that he did in the Trump Tower god that's just awful um I couldn't even imagine so that's how the season opened up starts off on a on a pretty heavy note and then you see how the girls get together and they're talking about Luann and how she ended up going back to rehab and the whole cabaret thing because she's a cabaret star life is a cabaret darling life is a cabaret because it's cool it's not like uncool Mm. Giovanni man I can't wait for their sayings this year I can't wait So you see a new friend, Barbara, and I think she's been in past episodes. Yeah, she has been in past episodes because I do remember when they were at um, some sort of gala or something a couple seasons ago when Carol was still in it. Barbara was the one that was talking to Carol about whenever Luann was going to get married to Tom. And we briefly heard a little bit from her. But she's definitely in this season a lot. She and Bethany were Luann's go-tos throughout this whole process. Bethany helped Luann financially with her whole lawyers and all that kind of stuff. And Dennis did as well whenever he was still alive. And Barbara was there. So those were her rocks, so to speak. Okay, so and then all the other women were doing their thing. Tinsley had been on and off again with Scott and then she like ended it with Scott. But then she kept on. She had like the relationship that probably a lot of us have had. It's like you're with someone, but you're not really with them, but you can't stop talking to them. And it's just sort of like a comfort thing. But, you know, I guess it worked out for her in the end because now they're engaged. So good for you, Tinsley. We also see uh, this season... Tinsley loses her dog Bambi and whew, Sonia. I remember her saying <laughs> she said something like, oh, I've never seen Tinsley cry this much before over a dog. Like I lost my dog, but holy shit, I didn't get that bent out of shape out about it. Like I thought it was hilarious. And obviously it's sad to lose a pet. It is sad. It sucks. I know how it feels. I've lost pets before in the past too. It blows. 
I also kind of appreciated the fact that we saw Tinsley without makeup on. And let me just say, uh, 100% truth, she doesn't need all the makeup that she wears. She's a beautiful girl. She don't need all that shit that she has on her face all the time. She looked great, even when she was crying her fucking eyes out. So Tinsley, less on the makeup, girl. You don't need it. I also love the fact whenever they went to Miami, that was towards the end of the season. So they all go to Miami just to go away and all that kind of stuff. This season was definitely all about kissing Luann's ass, it seemed like, but also her being such a diva. First of all, honey, you ain't Beyonce, okay? You're not dancing. You're definitely not singing. I don't, and we all saw that in Reunion. Does Luann, does she really think that she can sing? Can someone really, like, get her back to earth? Because she, she's an entertainer. Entertainer is different from a singer, Beyonce is an entertainer, but she sings and she can sing well and she can dance. (sighs) That kind of stuff irritates me. But anyways, when they go to Miami on this vacation, Luann is basically saying, oh, well, I want the massage first and I need to have yoga and all this stuff. She did that when she was at the Berkshires, too. But we'll get into that because that was earlier in the season. But anyways, when they're in Miami, they're doing their thing. Luann basically wants everyone to do what she wants to do whenever she wants to do it. Uh, eventually, what ends up happening, Luann breaks off by herself because she wants to go see her big-ass cabaret fucking poster at some sort of theater, whatever. No one really cares, but okay, go do you, boo. And then you just fast forward to the point whenever they're having a dinner somewhere. And this is when Bethany had her breakdown. And she's like, yeah! Life is not a cabaret. Man, that was great. That was great TV. That was like Jerry Springer without the violence and all that kind of shit. And you're not the father type shit. It's like without that. It was that it was it was like that, though, with the intensity level for me. And I appreciated it very, very much. Now, going back, they also went to the Berkshires. Obviously, Dorinda always has them over for their holiday stuff. She usually does Christmas, but this year it was more focused on the Halloween. She had that naked-ass chef, which, ew, he was kind of gross. I wasn't really, like, into it. But it was something cute to do, I guess, for the sake of getting the girls together. But, yeah, he was kind of gross. I didn't really like it. The poor gosh darn fish room that she has. I mean, listen... What's wrong with the damn room? There's just some fishies on the wall. I don't know why all the girls get their panties up their assholes about it. Like it's really, it's a fucking, it's a room. Be grateful that you're getting a room to sleep in. I mean, holy shit. I'm with Dorinda on that, first of all. Like it's really not that big of a deal. You're probably not going to be in that room that long anyways. You're going to be out talking and doing all this bullshit and you're probably only going to be there for five hours. So chill the fuck out. It's a room with fish. I love fish. Be one with your aquatic animals. Be one. Be one with the aquatics. I also cannot forget to mention when they were in the Berkshires and Dorinda had all the girls over for that weekend or however many days that they were over there. I, you know, Dorinda's very, very thoughtful with all of her girlfriends. I mean, she really is. Honestly, uh, who are the housewives in that? Okay, so I think Dorinda is probably... Dorinda and Bethany, in my opinion, are probably the most thoughtful out of all the women. Uh, I think Sonia kind of comes and goes with it. 
Sometimes I think she gets lost with herself, and that's totally fine. That's who she is, and I love it. Uh, I don't think Tinsley's been on it enough for us to really understand. I, I don't know. I think she's just very, I think she's very private in a way. I don't know if she necessarily opens up fully like we've seen Dorinda and Bethany do for sure. Like, I think they definitely put their heart and everything out there for all of us to see. So I think that, I don't think that they're hiding anything. Bethany especially, and also for Dorinda. But I think with Tinsley, there there might be a little bit of some stuff that she doesn't really share, which is fine. I think Luann is too in love with herself at this point with the whole cabaret shit that she can't see her head above the clouds or whatever that saying is. Yeah. But whenever Dorinda had the ladies over for the Berkshires weekend and all that, the Naked Chef and all that stuff, I loved that she was so thoughtful to go to the Morgan, um, I don't know, was it a museum or something or some shit? And she did that because she thought of Sonia. So they're there and I just can't forget after they go and I don't know who fucking touched the Morgan letters, right? And that damn little museum. And all of a sudden at the end of the dinner, when they go back to Dorinda's house, they're all having dinner. And Sonia's talking random shit. And then all of a sudden she's like, you don't touch the Morgan letters. Oh, we're all like, where the fuck did that come from, first of all? But second of all, that was amazing. And this is why we love you, Sonia. I mean, she's the one that like falls over when she's fucking drunk and shit. I mean, you have her doing that. She's the one that falls all the time. Then you have Dorinda. Allison. Love that too. We got the babbles, the babbles, the mumbler, and then the faller. I love it. I can't wait. Season 12. Yes, April 2nd. So then at the end of the season, there is a little birthday celebration going on for Dorinda and for Sonia. Now, what originally happened is Ramona was trying to plan a surprise birthday for the two of them where they would miss Luann's show and then that was a whole big thing and whatnot and then eventually what ended up happening whenever they did have this little get together it was kind of more centered around Dorinda and then Bethany felt bad about it so then Bethany put on like this thing and then all the women came out and with that Bethany came out and surprised Sonia with a cake which was really really sweet so again Bethany's one of the thoughtful ones in the group and so is Dorinda so obviously we've seen these women it seems like sometimes they literally want to kill each other and like take a knife and stab each other in the throat which I guess that's normal right (laughs) but you always see at the end of the day they put those differences aside they talk it out like adults they don't ghost someone whenever someone reaches out and says hey let's talk about it like the adults that we are yes they don't ghost you because they're too fucking afraid to deal with a situation. You know why? Because they're grown-ass women. They're grown-ass adults. And I think a lot of people should take note from that. Honey, okay? So binge watch the shit out of New York. You have a week to catch up. You're welcome in advance. (laughs) Here's what I'm thinking. If I find out that the rumor that page six is saying is true and Bravo is withholding the housewives of Beverly Hills and of my New York City bitches, I'm going to say, I'll tell you how I'm doing. Not well, bitch. Dorinda Medley right there. I'm going to say that. I'm not well, bitch. So don't withhold the episode's 
from me, Bravo, from us. We need to see it. We need to experience it together. Let's do this. We need this in our lives, especially this time. Coronavirus is the thing. We're stuck in our house. We want something to be excited about. We're so excited for New York and for Beverly Hills. Don't keep that away from us. That is my wish that I send to Bravo. So there's that. Alrighty, yins, guys. So that was my super brief, uh, semi-descriptive summary of my New York gal pals from previous season, season 11. Obviously, season 12 is coming up next Thursday. Uh, uh, uh. Um, so yeah, I'm excited and hopefully you are too. That is the show for today. We did it again. Also, different format from last week, but that's okay. We're going to come back next week if they show, if they release it with the Dueling Divas shade of the week and all that kind of shit. Weekly shade. I'm sorry. In the quote of the week. We're going to do all that shit next week. Changing it up a little bit. Change is good. It makes you grow. Okay. So, as I said before, I hope everyone is staying safe, staying healthy, Wash your damn hands, like I said last time. Keep the six feet distance rule. Like, take this shit seriously, because it's a serious thing. So don't be half ass about it. And I hope that you're all doing well. Sending love, wishes, and thank you so much to all the people that are helping out with this whole thing. All the healthcare people, the medical doctors, nurses. I mean, you guys are the ones that are saving us. So thank you. And we appreciate it. So, alrighty, guys. Chat with yins, guys, next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.